It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm Zach Blackerby, and joining us as he does every week for the remainder of the season, Chandler Wooten, Auburn linebacker. And man, I can't imagine how much fun Saturday night must have been for you guys. Yeah, like I said, it was a great time. Um, you know, just going in there and winning for the first time since 99. Been a lot of great teams that come before us. And um, just going there, you know, first time with this staff, you know, as the team, you know, just to go out there and get it done. Uh, it was a great feeling. Um, you know, we started out slow, um, but, you know, we were able to, you know, stay in it and, um, you know, just stay together. I mean, that's what we talked about all week. We knew it was going to be some ups and downs, ebbs and flows in the game. And so right. just to come out, you know, and um, face that adversity on the road in the hostile environment, you know, just to stay poised and I'm on the sideline and during the game, um, it was huge. Yeah, man. All right, so you mentioned a slow start. Um, what kind of what kind of happened? Was, was that just a, a, was it a focus thing? Was it a was it a, an adjustments thing? What kind of went into that, especially on the defensive side of the ball? I mean, what you guys were able to do to limit LSU in the last three quarters was pretty impressive. Yeah, it was more so adjustments. Um, I think everybody was pretty locked in, you know, as far as you yeah. know, being focused. But um, you know, they they came out and did some stuff. You know, we really kind of weren't expecting. You know, they kind of scrapped the run game and so um you know just came out and you know just passing the ball all over the place and so we kind of had to make some adjustments on the fly and um and once we did that you know i mean that's just a testament to the guys on the team as well you know just to be able to make uh, adjustments on the fly on the sideline and then translate it to the field and so um that's a testament to the smart players that we have um the guys who were able to you know just move on the fly and so um uh, those adjustments were uh really key for the uh, victory there there's been a lot of talk about Derek Mason's defense starting to to come together and gel as far as the scheme and all that is is, is that something that you guys talk about? Is that something that you think is happening? Or uh, you know, I, I'm sure there's a big part of it, right? Where the players have to get used to him. He's got to get used to what he has to work with. I mean, what does all that look like, kind of behind the scenes? Yeah, I think it all works together. Yeah. Um, like I said, we got a lot of smart players in the room, and uh, the defensive staff is great. Um, a lot of smart, you know grown men and so um just you know them putting together a great plans for us and us trying to go out there and execute every week um you know obviously like I said making adjustments on the fly that's a big key to it and so um you know just being able to come to the sideline you know and for players to translate that information to our coaches um you know it's been real key for us and so just understanding what they're trying to do to us how teams are trying to attack us and then going out there making adjustments and then playing from there I think has been real key for us the last couple of weeks sure right so when you're on the sidelines and you're watching, uh, you're watching the offense go to work, and specifically, specifically, what Bo Nix was able to do Saturday night. What's kind of going through your mind when when you when you look at Bo and and, and him kind of stepping up and having that awesome game that he did Saturday? Yeah, it's inspiring, man. Like when you when you're over there on the sideline, you see him doing all that Bo Dini stuff and <laughs> running around like Johnny Manziel and making plays like that. Man, yeah. it's just like hard. It's hard not to go out there and play like your heart out, like. Like, I just think he, like, that might have been, like, the greatest performance I've seen in person, you know. Just he was as great. Far as, like, um, like, just as far as, like, somebody just willing to team the victory. Like, yeah, he just wouldn't let us lose. Um, and, you know, just seeing that from your quarterback, from one of your leaders, man, like, you know, after the adversity he's been facing, obviously we hear the talk. He hears it, you know. Yeah. It's just nothing. You, you can't avoid it. But it's, like, just to see him, you know, stay in it, man. It just, man, I'm so proud of him, you know, just. The fight that he displays on a week-to-week basis, man. I'm just glad he's my quarterback, man. Did you see a different bow this past week? Um, I mean, you mentioned the adversity that he was facing. 
Did that go into practice, or is that just kind of always the way he is? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much how he always is, man. He's locked in. Yeah. Um, it's never been a, a lack of focus. You know, obviously things sometimes don't go your way, but, um, you know, just he, he was locked in all week, man. He just knew he was going to have a great game. And so, um, you know, obviously it translated to the field, but, man, when he's out there doing that stuff, it's like, man, defense, like, let's go. Like, you see our quarterback. Like, yeah. Let's go. You know what I mean? So it's like you just kind of put the team on his back, man. It's just we had to go out there and make some plays for him, getting the ball back so he can keep, you know, continue to do it. No, it was fun to watch. One thing that was really cool, and, and I think uh, I'm sure you appreciated this as well, just because yeah, you're a leader, uh, much like he is. But when Finley went in for a few plays, Bo was on the sideline cheering as hard as he possibly could and being as encouraging as possible, and that really stood out to me. Yeah, not definitely. Um, you know, just kind of person he is. Yeah, um, you know, just down to earth, like real genuine. Um, you know, he just wants success for everyone. And so, obviously, you know, that's a tough situation to be in, especially the quarterback position. But, um, you know, to have a guy like that, you know, ready to cheer you on, you know, and then like I said, going out there and making the plays that he made, like it's hard not to love the guy. You know right. what I mean? It's like he just makes it easy for you to go in to go out there and make plays. Um, especially when he's on the road doing that in a hostile environment like that. It's just like, like I said, like all week he would send us, we're not going to lose the game. Like we're yeah. not going to lose. That's you know awesome. what I mean? Like 1999, 1999, like let's get it done. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, just like I said, like his will to win and like the passion that he played with, it was just contagious. And so um, I think it just, you know, fell off to everyone else. Right. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of bright spots on this team, but I think one that Auburn fans have been wanting to see for a long time is, uh, tight ends in the passing game. And, man, John Samuel Shanker has just become a dude. What's it like going up against him in practice all the time? Yeah, tough matchup, man. Um, and it's actually crazy because me and him used to run one-on-ones back uh, against each other in high school before we even knew we were coming to Auburn together. And That's so, cool. Um, he, was, he was even good back then, you know. So it's just crazy to see how much he's grown, man. And just um, he's an incredible player. And, you know, obviously the tight ends haven't been used much here over the last, you know, whatever so many years, but, um, right. you know, I think right now he's our leading receiver. <laughs> and so it's just crazy to see, like, how the evolution has came around. And, you know, just he's one of the hardest workers on the team, man. Um, I mean that, like, extremely hard worker. You won't find too many people outworking him. And so um, real tough, you know, physical. Um, he can do it all. And so um, I think that's, you know, the great thing about him. Yeah. As a linebacker covering a tight end like that, what all goes through your mind, whether they're, you know – uh, attached at the line or lining up in the slot or, you know, they move Shanker in the backfield as well. I mean, what goes through your mind pre-snap when you have to cover a guy like that? Yeah, I mean, I think you, like you said, it like he can do a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you know, you don't know if he's going to be physical on this route or he can give you a little finesse. And so it's like a lot goes through your mind when you guard somebody like that. Um, but it's like I said, he's just such a great playmaker. He's got great hands. Um, the ball seems to find him. And so, um, you know, I just know he's going to continue to have a great year. Sure. All right, Chandler. So, obviously, this Saturday is a big one. Deep South's oldest rivalry. A very, very good Georgia team. Maybe the best team in college football this year. We'll have to see. But what, um, you know, what's kind of the mindset of this team, specifically of this defense, going into this um, this big matchup? Win. Win. <laughs> There's no other option but to yeah. win. Um, that's our goal every week, to win. We expect to win. Um but obviously you have to prepare that way. And so um, we got to have a great week of practice, um, a great week of preparation. Um, and like you said, they're a very, very good team. Um, talented all across the board um, in all three phases. And so um, we've got to be on our P's and Q's. Um, you know, like I said, just I think it's going to come down to how we prepare this week. 
Um, and that's what coach preaches every week. Um, you know, you don't win the game on Saturday. You win it Sunday through Friday. And sure. so, um, obviously, you know, going up a, a, a tough matchup, but um, we're expecting a great home crowd, you know, um, you know, crazy things have happened in Jordan Stadium. So uh, we're looking forward to it. Yeah. You, you talk about preparation. I mean, you kind of got to prepare for two different quarterbacks, right? Just because you don't know exactly who's going to start. Is that, does that add a whole different layer to things? Or is it pretty similar what they do scheme-wise? So it's just kind of, you know, we're just preparing for Georgia as a whole. Yeah, I mean, I think they do what they do, um, yeah. regardless of the quarterbacks. But um, they are kind of different, you know, a little di- different dynamic in, in quarterbacks. And so you get, definitely got to prepare for both, um, for sure. But um, like I said, you know, what they do is what they do, you know. So um, I think, you know, as long as we have a great week of practice and, you know, we um, have the right mindset, you know, we'll give ourselves, uh, ourselves a great chance to win. It's crazy to think that it's been – multiple years where there has been a sellout crowd at Jordan-Hare Stadium. And, I mean, this Saturday is going to be kind of like a homecoming for a lot of people. I mean, I'm getting texts from uh, relatives and and friends that I went to college with. It's their first time coming back in several years because, I mean, this is this is the one you come back for. The SEC opener at home, and obviously you couldn't really go to many games last year. And so this is a big deal. And the fact that it's Georgia just adds so much to it. And, I mean, what are you expecting from the environment Saturday? Yeah, I'm expecting it to be crazy. Um, you know, I was a part of the last team who, who beat Georgia at home in 2017. And so I I would never forget that home crowd, you know, um, just how loud it was. Um, you know, we feed off their energy. And so we need them, you know, especially this weekend. Um, I know to show up and show out, you know, Auburn fans always do, especially at home. And so I'm um, looking forward to a great environment. Like I said, we're going to feed off of it. Um, you know, we're going to play with that energy. Um, and so we just need them like they need us. Um, and so can't wait. You know, obviously it's going to be a, a great game. And so um, with a great team coming into town. And so looking forward to it. How loud is it on the field? Because I think the 2017 Georgia game was the first time the student section did the swag surfing thing. Like, how loud does it get down there? Oh, it gets loud, especially, you know, when defense is on the field and it's third down or we make big plays and stuff like that. So it definitely gets loud. And um, that home field advantage in Jordan Harris Stadium is real. Um, yeah. You know, I think this is my fifth year here. And so it's real. And so uh, we definitely need them this weekend to show up and show out. Um, Absolutely. You know, like they always do. So Absolutely, man. Well, Chandler, thank you so much for your time. As always, good luck this weekend. And we'll talk again soon. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Where are you? NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.